Welcome to the Unexamined Education. This is Sean. I am joined today by nobody, so this will be a solo episode. I want to tell a little story. Loyal listeners may recall that I spent three years away from education and between public school and private school. In those three years, I was attempting to become a carpenter of sorts. I especially enjoyed, (laughs) was captivated by, trapped by uh, projects that were, you know, maybe fine woodworking, but also stuff that's like easily made in bulk, like like in, (laughs) in factories. So sort of a weird spot that I ended up in. Like I, I made cabinets, like really nice. I got to the point where I was making really nice cabinets for like kitchens and bathrooms. And, uh, and you know, it's like, it's one of those things where you can put a lot of work in it and, but you could also like probably, you know, call up a factory and they'll ship one to you pretty quick. So that's what I was doing. That's sort of what the, that's what the demand was really. That was the, the, the demand when I went out there to, to try to just kind of be my own boss. That was the, that was the effort. So uh, w- one of the first jobs I got was to make an entertainment cabinet. And the customer wanted, you know, it's basically like, you know, like a kitchen cabinet, except with doors that are like set up for particular devices. And the customer wanted one door that opened up to his speaker, his like center channel speaker. And he didn't want like a door that would muffle the sound of the speaker. And so what he asked for was a door that had a screen in the middle. And this is something like you've probably seen before. Like if you've seen like an entertainment cabinet, if there's just like a sound bar or something that's covered up by a screen, right? Uh, But I needed to make this match all of the other doors I was making, which were all called raised panel doors. Uh, And raised panel doors just have wood, you know, big piece of wood right right there uh, in the middle. And they're surrounded by rails and styles, just the framing around it. Uh, you, you've certainly seen this if you've like been on this earth for more than, say, you know, 10 to 20 months or so. Uh, pretty popular, at least back when I was doing this, pretty popular style, but still very much out there. So the, the problem that I ran into was that the screen, it wasn't rigid at all, right? The, the screen was just a piece of fabric. And so I had to figure out how to make the fabric taut within the frame. So the frame of the door is easy enough to like glue together and clamp and get nice, you know, nice tight frame of door with nothing in the middle. Uh, but putting the screen in the middle was something that I had to figure out before I constructed the door, because once you know it just it slides into slots and it's bigger than the actual uh, space that you could otherwise put it into. So I was trying to come up with a clever way of giving some rigidity to this screen so that it would work inside of the door. All right, so this is like this is one of those things where like you might you know, never think about this kind of challenge when you see this, uh, a door like this, but it was, it really challenged me. <laughs> it, it really got to me. And th- th- 
The big reason why it got to me, though, was because I started down this path of like, oh, I'm going to, I can't even remember what I was trying, how I was trying to construct it. But I remember I was like committed to a way of constructing a little uh, small frame, like a, a, I don't know, subframe for the screen. And it was really hard to get it to be held in place for the, the glue to get to, to set. I was putting little tiny pin nails in to try to hold things together. Uh, you know, there, I really didn't like using nails at all in my <laughs> in woodworking. And so I was like getting pretty frustrated, but this thing was just like a, an absolute like mess, but I was hoping a lot of it would hide inside of the, uh, out of in, inside the slots. Uh, so when I was trying to put this door, the frame together with the screen, with the subframe inside of it, like I broke it like slightly and then I tried to, you know, fix it again. And like, it came to the point where it was just like messy. I had to like glue, <laughs> like was, you know, I was trying to have the, the glue in the joints for the frame. And so I needed it to be done. I needed this like to come together. And so I was like, you know, on the clock, I felt like I couldn't just stop. And, and I was trying to like, bend the frame, the little subframe back and get the screen looking right. And then like get something on there to hold it in place. You know, like I can't even remember, but I was like, all I remember is like it snapped. Like the, this, this little subframe that I had it, that was holding the screen, it just like totally snapped. And it's like, it's the, the frame is in the cloth because I didn't want the frame to be seen. So it was like wrapped in the cloth. And so it just creates this like really, you know, difficult situation for <laughs> for me when I'm trying to glue things up and I'd get very angry at this and I like take the the door frame the whole frame and everything I just like slam it down on the workbench and that like air, pieces just pop off everywhere but then that that screen <laughs> is still sitting there with its little stupid cracked subframe and then and just like pure instinctual rage i punched the screen i like held it with one hand my left hand and i punched it with my right like that like that's what that's where i was uh it wasn't a pretty place and it w became less pretty because all those little nails uh were still in there and uh one of them had apparently popped out at some point and Right in between my two knuckles of my of my right fist, one of the nails just went right <laughs> in between there, just like poked poked a hole in my fist, and <laughs> and I was uh, I was so mad, and then I was like so embarrassed, and I was like felt so stupid, and and then you know I I got away from it for for a minute, right, and you know tended my wounds, <laughs> I didn't I didn't. I don't think I got a tetanus shot for that one. There were other accidents that required tetanus shots, but uh, not. I think that one I didn't. I think it just like, you know, hoped it'd be okay, and it was. But uh, yeah, the, the time away from it, and then I came back, and I was just like, I have to start over. All right, this is the only choice is I had to start over, and so I started over, and it was easy. Like the the subframe making that was easy. Uh, the frame, everything went just easy. There's no problem, all right? It wasn't like it didn't cost time. Of course, it took time, but I knew what to expect, and 
there was like nothing that really slowed me down. And I was thinking about that in terms of my, you know, approach and journey uh, as an educator, which is, I mean, it's really all over the place when, when I start to look at it. But, but I start to think about this podcast as like, you know, I, I spent all these years, well, I mean, I say all these years, I spent just over six years in public education, believing in it, really believing in it, because like, it's important for people to have access to education and trying to do things, finding, as if you've listened to the, the show, you know, finding times where it just felt like for some reason, we you just run into to like obstacles that don't always make sense or you just run into like a sort of a structural problem with just like there's so many kids or there's so much pressure on performance things like that 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 just like you're grinding against the status quo there you know you're just like trying to make this thing work and tinker with it and it just like just doesn't work and then I thought, what is, is, is unexamined education just like, is that just me punching <laughs> the education system? Uh, because in some ways, this podcast has been, feels like, when I, when I think about it, sort of like loosely, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like punching. <laughs> I'm just like punching this thing. I'm not really punching down or anything, but uh, like I was on the screen. But yeah, if, I'm just punching this thing. And also, uh, I started to think like, Am I also getting hurt? <laughs> Am I getting hurt by punching this? And I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have to think about that some. But I, but I felt like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, a lot of reasons we slowed down, uh, Jonathan and I, on, on making these podcasts. But I think it was, got to the point where it was serving me more than it was serving Jonathan. And of course, Jonathan's welcome to to rebut this if he needs to. But and and he's and Jonathan's always been like an incredibly supportive friend and colleague. But I felt like maybe maybe the the energy for it was maybe waning a little bit. You know, maybe the rage has subsided some. And then I I think I sort of ran into something when we did the AI episode, which is like an episode where I did a very poor job of explaining exactly what I was trying to like point out. And, and I realized that like, there's a lot, right. There's a lot of work to do where I am now. (laughs) And, and like, I, I feel like I'm in this spot where it's like, okay, okay. I can make, I can do this again. I can go about this again in the craft of teaching. And I can be, and it's not like, you know, this total reset as a teacher, but it, it's maybe more of a deciding to turn my energies into in publication towards something that will benefit the, the, the school where I'm at now. So, so I've decided to start a different podcast and one that's more focused on something that I want the students you know, the students particularly at the school where I work, but in general, happy for any anybody who is interested to join, but a podcast where the students have a chance to to respond to things that are interesting to them and 
the initial idea that I had was to do a program uh, that I'm calling AI or something, if you want to go over to that podcast, uh, where I'm going to have a human written story by myself, a colleague, a student, and an AI generated story of, uh, of a comparable length and, and similar subject and just read them side by side and not, not offer any judgment right away, just sort of like put the two side by side, not even label which one is human and which one's AI. And this is like just for fun because so much of education with AI has gotten into like this mode where, where we're panicking. And I get like, and I'm not saying it's not a problem. There's a lot of problems, but I started to think that like, you know what maybe students need? They need to realize that like, hey, these adults can handle this. They know how to have fun with this thing. And, uh, and we're going to figure it out. And we're gonna, they're going to talk to us and not treat it like it's some sort of like enemy. Because I, I think it's really analogous to what a lot of us experienced. I, I experienced it in college with the, you know, the, the, the internet really coming into being. It wasn't even like enough really into being to, to get a lot of like, there's no Wikipedia. It wasn't easy to, to just like be tempted to go to the internet and copy and paste stuff, but you could certainly see it coming. And, and I think like having that experience and, and then seeing like the next 10 years when sort of Wikipedia and things like, and I started teaching and you start to see this stuff come up and seeing all of the struggles that we had in education with like, oh, what are we going to do with the internet, the internet, Wikipedia, like this is so problematic. And it feels like we're having this exact same discussion again with AI. And I'm like, look, it's going to be there, right? It's going to be there. And then we're going to have to have the same conversations with the kids about like academic honesty and all that. But I decided what I want to do in addition to that is do something that's like fun and get some thinking critically about it. Uh, AI, the difference between humans and AI, and I've already got you know some, <laughs> some some willing colleagues and students ready to to give this thing a go, to give it a run. So we'll see how that goes, and that's where I'm going to be spending my energy. I am leaving this podcast up. Uh, I it's not just mine; it's Jonathan's as well, and so I want to see where he is on things. And I don't, I want to be as supportive as he has always been to me. And, uh, and also like, you know, Jonathan's a big part of the reason why I even got this idea to do the, uh, AI or something, because he's always told me that I should write down, write down stories when like, when we're talking offline, something will come up, I'll tell a story. He'll, be, he'll tell me, hey, that's a really good story. Good, a lot of good. And it sort of like gives me like immediate feedback about what you know what works in it. And he's he's pushed me for years to 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 write down just like little stories. And this with the AI, I feel like I can have some fun with it and uh, and bring some bring some people along in my community. And so if you're willing to uh, jump over there and listen to that, then then you can uh, join that community. And with that, we'll see if Jonathan responds and see if we have some motivation to approach the unexamined education uh, with any new 
projects or passions or subjects that might be important for us to consider. Thank you, listeners, and thank you, Jonathan. Goodbye.